Hello everyone and welcome to episode number 55 of Personalities at Carry, your very own WP Carry MBA podcast. Today we talk to Sergey Shiplienko. Sergey joins us from Uzbekistan. He is a serial entrepreneur who's concentrating in business analytics and marketing. Over the summer of 2018, he interned at SAP. Let's get to know him a little better. in our episode of personalities at carry hello and welcome everyone this is episode 55 of personalities at carry and today we are talking with sergey shiplenko yeah that right that's right yeah yeah i normally get it wrong so because <laughs> <laughs> we never use anybody's last yep. names yeah so all right sergey tell me a little bit about yourself uh, where do you come from uh, what were you doing before your mba and what made you decide to come to the mba sure So I was born in Tashkent in Uzbekistan, the capital of Uzbekistan. And after that I decided that I want to go to some technical profession. That's why I pursued my degree in industrial management. And during these years I explored the job market and understood that even like very big names like Deloitte and uh, KPMG they hire from our university which is one of the best. but unfortunately the average salary was around like $200 mm-hmm. and let's say just for you to understand cost of living is $500 okay per That's person if 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 you live independently of course not yeah. not with parents okay so That's why I decided like in my early age uh, I interned in a couple of companies I worked as a journalist I interned at the software company as a project manager did a lot of different jobs actually I started working when I was 16 mm-hmm. and uh, yeah. by the time I was at the university I was making more money than they could offer to me no. so that's why I decided okay probably I need to start my own business because otherwise I just it will be downgrade for me you know mm-hmm. just to go back starting from small salary growing waiting for something but I just wanted everything right now mm-hmm. so uh, that's why I decided to start business my first company was consulting one it actually failed because we started with a couple of friends and uh, actually market wasn't prepared and there mm-hmm. wa- wasn't enough demand and due to the high nepotism in my country people didn't really believe in this you know like young guys what are you going to offer to us what are you going to uh, what value are you going to provide for us and i was like okay so we actually consulted a couple of companies it was retail ones uh, we made some money but overall in long, long run it didn't work So after that in a year I think I decided to try this again but I changed my strategy I employed I not actually employed I invited a couple of people who were way older than me and uh, they had a lot of connections and uh, one of them was in the government uh, another one was related to mm-hmm. education system so they had a lot of connections and like uh, they could bring clients So I would I was kind of operational guy who solves everything and they were like bringing clients and establishing clients relationship uh, for our company. So we specialized in consulting of uh, farmers generally uh, initially because my country is agricultural one. Mm-hmm. That's why and people didn't know how they can export some products, uh, what procedures they can go through, how they can get credits from banks, how they can expand their land for instance and all this type of stuff but government had a lot of initiatives. which we were aware about but these people weren't so that's why it was like our initial point of consulting after that uh, my my interest was startups and uh, i was consulting startups and providing some type of lectures on personal development on uh, like time management and a lot of different stuff related to personal effectiveness mm-hmm. so this is were two main 
uh, directions for our business, I would say. After that, we I, I decided to help my mom. She was interested in women apparel. She actually was doing this business for a couple of years, but uh, due to fluctuations in the economy, we had crises, we had huge inflation. Mm-hmm. So we decided to start... Uh, women apparel shops employing e-commerce generally so it, it started from instagram account and grew into two physical stores so which are operation which are operating right now and uh, i can say that this consulting knowledge helped me uh, to understand the problem to see what people are prepared for how much they're ready to pay that's why uh, this business is quite successful and i mean it's still uh operating despite the fact it's like very very high competition everybody is reselling in my country everybody is reselling nobody wants to produce anything everybody is reselling so <laughs> due to this reason due to this reason it's like high competition and people dumping prices just like to get rid of the stock mm. and uh, it's it's tough business but overall we are profitable and which is good mm. so and after that uh, i was thinking i was always I wouldn't say dreaming, but probably thinking about US mm-hmm. uh, because it was like best place for, I thought, best place for entrepreneurs and people who are driven by their goals and mm-hmm. by uh, maybe who want to achieve a lot. So it's like, you know, dreamland for people mm-hmm. who want to become millionaires, let's say. <laughs> so that's why I was like, okay, I should try myself. So that's why I decided that I would need to get MBA degree uh, just initially to improve my business knowledge to see how it's done in the US because I expected that a lot of people in my class will be from different industries who are more experienced than I am, mm-hmm. at least on paper, you know, mm-hmm. for instance. I graduated from a bachelor's in 2015 despite the fact I started my first business in 2013. So, uh, But on paper, it's like formal two years of experience after bachelor's, you know. Right. So I thought a lot of people will be more experienced. I would learn a lot and uh, I would... Uh, find a lot of things I can employ and uh, understand how things are going and operating in the US. So this is my initial thought of getting into MBA. That's why I just prepared for one month and uh, got my GMAT uh, and uh, passed all the necessary examinations, uh, wrote essays and got into a couple of universities for MBA. Uh, and I decided to get uh, into ASU. Mm-hmm. Initial the selling point from ASU was like that it's number one innovation university. So, and also I was very interested in entrepreneurship and like I learned about new venture, new venture challenge and a lot of different like stuff like venture devils. So mm-hmm. I decided to participate. Of course, like full scholarship was a sweet, uh, sweet mm-hmm. offer, you know? <laughs> so yeah. that's why I'm here. Okay. So uh, you said you came here looking for an entrepreneurship concentration. Is that something that you're doing so right now? Or are you doing that plus adding on something else as well as a concentration? I understood that I actually didn't come especially for an uh, entrepreneurship concentration because I wanted to participate in different like new venture challenge, uh, venture deals and all this stuff. And when I realized I can do it without entrepreneurship concentration, just uh, doing as, a, as a challenges mm-hmm. rather than having a particular set of courses or classes to go and uh, learn. That's why I decided to focus on business analytics. Mm-hmm. It was uh, primary my primary interest because I believe everything is going to create data, like all the devices, all the uh, home appliances people are using. And that's why I was like, okay, business analytics is a, is a big thing mm-hmm. because it's like high demand right now and it, it, it's going to rise. Uh, it will be the same trend as we saw for programmers. 
So I believe that it's a very good one uh, for those who maybe want to change their career or understand how they can use data better for business. So that's why I decided to pursue business analytics. Is that the only concentration you're doing? Nope. Uh, oh. I'm also doing marketing mm-hmm. uh, because, you know, America has really great brands uh, mm-hmm. who, which are famous all over the world. So that's why probably people in this country know uh, how to market. <laughs> so that's why, okay, I need to learn it. Okay. So of all the classes you've taken so far, do you have a favorite course? Sure. Uh, I think that uh, managerial accounting Mm-hmm. was very, very useful for understanding how you operate businesses, especially if you have several subsidiaries or let's say several stores, for instance, uh, because I used to uh, allocate some costs from one store to another store. So I had mm-hmm. this type of things. That's why I, I got like more clear picture to see the real profitability and like uh, how it works. Also, the very useful one was uh, decision modeling, mm-hmm. which is... Uh, quite interesting and allows you to simulate different outcomes. Uh, And uh, the last one probably will be uh, classes where we learned SQL. Mm -hmm. That's also part of... uh, uh, BA concentration, yeah. Um, So since you've been here in the last year and a half, Mm -hmm. have there uh, been any events or things that you've looked that you found that have exceeded your expectations from an MBA? could be anything with respect to clubs, career services, any events that students have. Mm-hmm. Let me think. It's an interesting question. I would say that Tuesday with MCA was an interesting one because right now I'm not really attending it, but I used to and learning about different people, different cultures. Mm-hmm. It was kind of interesting and probably maybe this type of thing led to what you are doing right now, right? Mm-hmm. Because learning about where people came from, their countries, their personalities, is a good thing. Uh, as for other events, honestly, I do not really attend a lot of events because I'm always busy like uh, with uh, <laughs> classes, with job search. And the uh, first year I was like helping my two businesses to uh, transition mm-hmm. uh, without me, you know, like uh, to streamline all the operations and make sure that uh, the fact that I left mm-hmm. uh, didn't ruin anything. Right. And in the last year, when when you had to go look for an internship, how was that experience? Uh, What did you do special in order to get your internship? Everybody would answer probably that they did it by networking. Mm -hmm. Uh, For me, honestly, first year, I didn't really understand the concept of networking because um, when you were born in a particular place and like have all this connection and studied at the top university and like studied top school and everything, so... Generally, you naturally have this type of network. Mm-hmm. When, in you, when you're in a new country, it's a totally different story. Mm-hmm. So people used to approach me in my country, and here I need to approach people. And this type of switch, uh, changing the roles, uh, was a bit difficult. That's why I didn't really employ these tactics. And I was just blindly applying to tons of places. Mm-hmm. And uh, I had around like 220, 240 applications overall. And uh, I got only like a couple of interviews out of them and uh, landed like two offers. So Okay. Yeah. So where did you eventually intern over the last summer? I was at SAP. Okay. And what was your particular role or the project that you were working on? It was generally business development. So we had to find new opportunities for selling of SAP products and uh, new ways of uh, selling them. Because right now is, there is a huge thing which is going in Europe 
it's like GDPR, it's like uh, data protection policy, mm-hmm. uh, which doesn't allow companies uh, just to send a bunch of emails and that's it. So mm-hmm. because it can be considered like as a uh, breach of privacy. privacy. Mm-hmm. Yes, that's why uh, we had to think about new ways of selling products, how we approach people, what we do, and uh, all this type of stuff. So, because due to this reason, and because SAP is a German company, mm-hmm. uh, they have to comply with European regulations. Yeah. Despite the fact in the US it's still allowed to send a bunch of email, emails, uh, but we had to uh, find ways how we can do business and it was like main challenge. And generally we were like trying to find prospects and uh, generate some leads out of them uh, for selling of, for, of the software. All right. So how was your experience? Do you think uh, you'd recommend going to SAP as an intern to other people? I would say it depends on your experience. Uh, company is cool. Culture is also very good. And uh, people, I would say, no- nobody... Uh, just stands behind your back and watching what you are doing and say do this or do that just they give you freedom and uh, you do whatever you're required to do mm-hmm. so if if you deliver results no, uh, nobody will care like uh, how you do this or um, how productive you are mm-hmm. or like how much time you spend unless you deliver results you're fine okay. uh, so I would say yes I would recommend but Probably from sales perspective, I didn't really like. I didn't really like sales. Uh, that's why uh, for me it wasn't that exciting or interesting because I didn't really learn something new because I had my own business. And like mm-hmm. as you know, sales are like integral part of any business. So that's why for me it wasn't really interesting or really uh, exciting, like like learning something new. Okay. Um, and when you have some time outside of uh, you know studying and all mm-hmm. that. What are your hobbies? What do you do in your leisure time? Oh, <laughs> good question. <laughs> <laughs> I like to read. Uh, generally, I read a lot of managerial and business books because it's like, it's not only reading uh, which you need to have in class, right? All these cases and like books uh, about like marketing or uh, business analytics. But also, I, I just like doing business. I like finding new ways. I like uh, to see how other People, successful people did business. For instance, uh, one person who I really respect is Richard Branson, mm-hmm. uh, who started Virgin Company. And like, uh, he has a crazy story. And uh, I think the book um, was called. Just, just let, let me remember. It was in Ru- I was reading in Russian, <laughs> <laughs> so it was like stop, like stop. Stop dreaming, start doing something okay. like this. You okay. know, it was it was a really cool one, and uh, also I used to uh, play a lot of different sports when mm-hmm. I was younger, <laughs> relatively younger. So I I really like basketball, like and uh, martial arts. So right now, when I have time, I go to the gym and like train with uh, punching mm-hmm. uh, back. So nice. this is like how I spend my time. Okay. Um, I'm just going to ask you a few questions about your, sure. your personal likes and dislikes. So, do you, do you like to watch movies? Rarely. Rarely? Yes. Do you have a favorite movie at all? I would say I have a favorite series, which is okay. Peaky, Peaky Blinders. It's about like British Mafia. Okay. And this, yeah. is, this is made in the UK? Or? I think yes. Okay. I, it was filmed in the UK, but it has a bunch of US actors. Okay. Got it. Um, what about music? What kind of artists do you like? Any genre of music? Um, I like rap. 
rap music. So okay. generally Russian rap. Sometimes mm-hmm. I listen to uh, American rap as well, especially Eminem. Mm-hmm. I used to listen when he was like on peak, mm-hmm. but the last al- album was also interesting. And uh, as for um, US music, I generally prefer Electra or Trance. Okay. Um, and you did talk about reading. Uh, do you have a favorite book? My favorite book would be um, Trilogy of Desire by Theodore Dreiser. It's mm-hmm. like three books. It's Financier, Titan, and uh, Stoic, I think. So it's a very interesting book about a person who started like from the bottom mm-hmm. and uh, had to go through a lot of different challenges, uh, professional and personal, uh, in order to achieve like good hates and mm-hmm. a lot of a lot of food for thought in this book because uh, it has a very interesting ending. So mm-hmm. I really suggest everybody to read it, but it's kind of huge. Okay. Um, if you could meet a person in history that uh, you could like have coffee with, chat with, uh, get to know them better, who would you choose and why? Probably Warren Buffett. Okay. I wouldn't say like past history um, uh-huh. because I don't think I like anybody from the past, but Warren Buffett would be a good choice for me because I'm very interested in investing and uh, learning how he does it mm-hmm. and his uh, view on the markets and like trends. So I think uh, this person will be a very great uh, will have a great insights for me and mm. uh, I will enjoy talking to him. Okay, so you generally uh, do a lot of investing in the market? Uh, right now, no. I used to trade stocks. Mm-hmm. Uh, so my, my professional career was like uh, very, very rich, I would say, because <laughs> I was doing lots of lots of things. I was selling some goods. Uh, I was uh, doing business. I was uh, even at 16, I was a realtor. Mm-hmm. So it's, it, it was a lot of things mm-hmm. because <laughs> I started uh, earning money for myself at around 16 and I didn't ask anything from my parents so that's why I think what was the question oh do you do investing ah that's why that's why yes uh, I used to trade stocks and uh, right now I don't do investing because of uh, because my capital went into MBA so it's like it's another type of investing but it's like more long term but I like stock market and generally yes I, I trade stocks and New York Stock Exchange so uh, when you were in Uzbekistan, right? Mm-hmm. Um, you used to trade in their market, or no? I used to trade in, in New the York, US market. New York okay. market. Yes, we had. Oh, like, New York market. Yes, we okay. had uh, eight-hour difference, hmm. so it was tough time. Okay. Like starting <laughs> at five p.m. and ending at two a.m. Wow. Yes. Got it. So now that you're in the U.S., you have to like learn a little bit more about the differences in the markets, or is it the same principle? It's the same, same, because I was trading New York Stock Exchange, so, I mean, everything is the same. Unfortunately, when I was trading stocks, it was 2015 to 2016, when market was dead, and, like, uh, there was quite huge uncertainty whether the, they are going to raise interest rates or not, and mm-hmm. that's why market was kind of overheated. Uh, due to the reason they recovered from the recession, but they weren't sure what direction to go. Mm-hmm. So probably I think with recent political changes, due to the reason a current president is trying to protect uh, local economy and mm-hmm. local companies, plus uh, low interest rates for past how many years, like three, four years, mm-hmm. allowed companies to borrow more, do business and like... Uh, protection policy also allowed the market to go further. Mm. That's why like last couple of years were really cool, really good. Uh, and uh, right now they raised interest rates. So that's why we had some correction in December. But mm. right now, right now we're recovering and I think we will head further. Okay. Do you have any pet peeves of your own? 
I don't think so. You don't think so. <laughs> <laughs> That's fair. Okay. Um, what What do you want to do after graduation? You have any specific companies you want to work for? Any locations mm-hmm. or any roles that you're looking out for? I wouldn't say really bound to any location because I'm new to the country, so mm-hmm. I don't have any type of uh, connection mm-hmm. or preference for the place. Uh, but as for companies. Consulting would be very interesting because I used to do it. It's very appealing to me because you always have different problems to solve. Mm-hmm. So maybe consulting. Otherwise, tech. Tech is also a very interesting field and uh, especially learning uh, business analytics, mm-hmm. I think will help in this in this field. Okay. Uh, do you have any advice for the people who might be looking for doing an MBA? Maybe here at WPKI, do you have anything from your experience here sure. that you learned? I would say uh, start your networking or job search even before coming to MBA. <laughs> so also I would suggest going to uh, career fairs or like these conferences. You know, I didn't attend any, but I heard from people they got a lot of uh, results, let's say offers or interviews from these uh, conferences. Thus, I I don't really regret about about it but i would really recommend everybody who is in the beginning of their mba journey right now mm-hmm. to utilize uh, this type of opportunity and uh, it will be easier for them okay. to find a job and uh, once you're done how would you like your peers to remember you oh <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay bold russian guy <laughs> that's, that's who, very who is, simple yes who is who is good in investing and money management okay <laughs> <laughs> so if you have anything planned for uh like if you're organizing something for the students or something that you're passionate about you want others to do i'll give you a couple of minutes just to plug that maybe mm-hmm. tell us about that sure actually starting from february uh, i'm organizing uh, kind of sessions for Stock trading, where I will teach fundamentals of stock trading, where people will be able to understand how to utilize charts, how to understand candlesticks, uh, what patterns are there in the market for trading, as well as uh, share different strategies and uh, psychological tips, I would say, because trading is not only reading the charts and understanding like macro or micro economy, but also it's about yourself, because if you don't know yourself well, probably you will not succeed on trading mm-hmm. because it's it's all about psychology. Yeah. And so the risk appetite that you have, you need to know that. Yeah. yeah. Okay, so that's kind of the end of our podcast episode. Uh, if people want to get in touch with you, where should they find you? Are you active on social media or you want to give out your email address? Sure. Um, as for social media, uh, they can find me on Facebook as Sergey Hurst. I use, it's like my nickname from from. Uh, back in the days, you know, <laughs> so um, because my surname is very long and like <laughs> foreigners, they go crazy about pronouncing it as well. Like, ah, Sergey first, okay, it's easy. So you can find me uh, in Facebook like this, in Instagram as well, I think. And uh, as for email, it's chipilenkos at gmail.com. So it's like my, my last name and my capital letter of first name that's it okay. without any dots without any underscores underlines or whatever okay. all right thank you sergey for doing this thank with you. us uh, we have kind of reached halfway through the class and trying to get to everyone also awesome. right. thank you for the opportunity good we really appreciate sergey for being in our cohort and giving us all of his thoughts from his experiences back home in uzbekistan 
All the best to you, Sergey, in your life and in your career ahead. To our listeners, thank you so much for supporting us. We are available on Spotify, Apple iTunes, and Google Podcasts, and many other podcast platforms. I shall see you in the next one. Goodbye and peace.